0: It is so well defined. We're what we have work. to do today, we got to go to work. We gotta do- hey, everyone, Wade and Ryan here. NFL in London. It's our Week Eight Crit, where we look back at critique of all the Week Eight <laughs> shenanigans.
1: Yeah, like like some uh,
0: art critics
1: just giving exactly. our
0: our actual educated.
1: NFL brain. It
0: is the palette that was served up to us in Week Eight, and uh, as we, as uh, as pundits uh, of of said art uh, and critics, uh, we'll look at all the games. Um, Big week, though. I give
1: it four. Four was it?
0: uh, I give it four buttholes out of five. That's our critique. uh, Spit my spit my wine out at this. Um, Big week uh, weekend of trades as well, huh? Uh, Trade deadline woohoo um it was a bit
1: disappointing i think we uh, all got a little too hyped for it so i was a little bit too wasn't hyped, oh, there man, wasn't there this-
0: wasn't much there wasn't much i mean there were some big ones for if you're if you're a 49ers fan um obviously adding chase young um pretty big i think um although they still <laughs> yeah. have some issues but um that does help them shore up a bit makes the defense a bit more fierce um, well
1: i guess they're kind of just saying listen if brock Purdy's just going to be average then we're just going to absolutely try and destroy your your quarterback soul with these guys because they were teammates in oh i think it was a high they're teammates oh, yeah. x number one number two like it's pretty scary if he can be what um what everyone kind of imagined when he went number yeah. two and, and to have him and then both on the other side like woo! it's gonna be um it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be wild
0: the trash talk. They started trash talking him, uh, Washington. As soon as they got rid of him, as is Washington's way. This is not a cheap player. Doesn't do stuff. Doesn't listen. Um, and to what...
1: think, you only have to give up a third. Which again, yeah. like you had. Well, you, Bears, can so you can become a free agent.
0: You have to figure out a way to to, to work well, on everything. I think you can franchise him at least.
1: Yeah. Um, it's the same thing with like Sweat, who went to the Bears for a second. Woo!
0: Yes, he did. <laughs>
1: you what? know, it's it's funny too, considering like how much shit. The Bears took for trading that two for Chase Claypool
0: yeah.
1: last year to now. I'm not, I'm not even remotely saying Montesquieu is Chase Claypool, but you're taking a guy who's, again, going to be a free agent. And mm-hmm. if he doesn't resign with you, you're just giving up a potential, again, really high second round pick for... A, a guy, if you, like, you better resign him. I think that should be part of the the deal. If I'm a Bears fan, I at least want him signed because if you trade it a second and then he leaves you at the end of the year, it's just going to be like, what are you doing? Like that'll get your GM fired.
0: Well, I mean, they've already been firing people because of inappropriate behavior, but that's just assistant coaches. The thing is, though, with 110 million in cap space, look, if I think the pitch is to him, we could build, we yeah. want to build a defense around you, so. This is the plan. You're the defense, and and yeah, this year's gonna suck. But we want you to be a part of it. You know, Jalen Johnson. You know, he wanted to go. No one, we wanted a second round pick. No one wanted it, so he's gonna stay. So there could be, there could be a, the aspect here of building this defense around him. I like the idea. I think I think it was a good trade. I think that if we can get the motivation and we get the defensive coaching behind him to make him say, "Hey, look, if this kid is what we think he could be," obviously. Uh, and we build a defense around him and he's motivated Ooh. and he stays healthy. I think it's good, you know, and, uh, and, and what, whatever, you know, we, we got, we got picks come out of our butt um, and also uh, a lot of cap. So hopefully, well,
1: yeah. And again, you're going to have two potential high picks, potentially the first overall pick in the draft. So, yeah, uh, yeah, there's a lot of again. I, I think you're right. You got the you got the cap money, so you could easily do this. And I think, but what I'm saying is, if they don't any leaves, it's just going to be a disaster because second round draft picks are really valuable. You know, they are you get cheap cheap really good players for four years, and to just give that away, especially like you did last year with Chase Claypool in that terrible trade. Um, you've got to re-sign him. He's gotta be part of your future, like he said. So I hope so, because they really they do need some extra help on the pass rush. So but that it also- just shows Washington is just thrown in the towel. I think new owners, new everything, I think they're gonna get rid of Rivera at the oh, end yeah. of the year. And it's just gonna be like, All right, let's get our let's get our potential quarterback, let's just see where we fall in the draft. But they've already put a lot of money in the defensive line. You can't also then sign sweat and sign like a chase like it's just not going to happen so you kind of had to get rid of one or the other or both and they just had both and are kind of just now accumulating picks for the future so I mean if you're Washington why didn't you just trade everyone else trade McLaurin trade like yeah. if you're doing it this far but
0: Robinson yeah. get rid of him yeah, yeah
1: exactly but um, we'll see
0: yeah Uh best Halloween costume last night Josh McDaniels uh, I don't know how many people dressed <laughs> as him but trick-or-treat oh, <laughs> uh yeah. trick or treat, <laughs> Oh, so I mean, you know, obviously, um, it comes down to Vonnie Adams is pissed, wants to leave the team, uh, and uh, what do they do? They get rid of the the, the head coach and the GM. Um, boom! <laughs> Trick or treat, well, yeah. too. And
1: and it's the best decision the Raiders have made. They should have. Never have given him the job. This guy was like a massive disaster in Denver. He's one of the most unlikable. Like just like that story about where he wasn't even invited to like the wedding of one of his players. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because then, I think what was that, Darren Waller? Something, yeah. Then they traded him.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so like, the fact your wedding, that, like, you're gonna go.
1: I think they were just like went to Devontae. Like, listen, we'll get rid of this guy, and and we'll uh, we'll get you a new quarterback because again, they're going to be one of the worst teams. They were awful against. Mm uh detroit again to miss it he made jimmy miss two wide open bombs the raiders are an absolute disaster they've been drafting terribly and it's just kind of funny like how much money now uh, mark davis is paying to coaches that don't coach him like he's paying so much and now mcdaniel now they're gonna have to hire another guy so i see them going whoever they're gonna get they're gonna go on the cheap
0: but well, Vegas is just the rest a waste of, the of money. They get that big globe, and everything is just waste of money in Vegas. Yeah,
1: so yeah, it's not like they can't find money in Vegas. They'll be able to find a, um Mark Davis is already on the tables
0: right now trying to make some money back. Oh, I'm sure he is. These yeah. Or in the clubs. Um, yeah. Uh, Detroit, they signed Donovan Peoples-Jones, adding a little wide receiver action to them. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he was sort of underused as a big guy. But uh, you know who, who knows? I mean, maybe he was underserviced, and um, who knows? If, it must
1: have been because even Cleveland doesn't have a lot of weapons, so it's not like they're just they not using just sw- them. You know, swimming in receivers.
0: So. Elijah Moore, hes a—he's a fast guy, and he gets some good points. But um,
1: but it just seems to be in Joku and Cooper right now—the two-headed monster, basically. Yeah, and you
0: get more. Moore gets like thirty yards on one play or something like that. But yeah,
1: it's not a. Cleveland,
0: with a, yeah, a bit of a firehouse sale. Speaking of Cleveland, Ezra Cleveland uh, is leaving Minnesota. He's going to Jacksonville offensive line, something they could use. You know, J- Jacksonville, you know, that's one of the things that's sort of been a problem with him is their offensive line and the pressure rate that's getting to Trevor Lawrence. And so adding I him, think, I mean, he's, yeah. he's a bit injured, but I think he'll be back in a game or two, but should help protect him, at least give a bit more protection to Trevor Lawrence.
1: Hey, it's just also depth, right? Like Especially when you get late in the season, injuries add up. Depth is such a huge... Like, we saw, look what happened to Mahomes in the Super yeah. Bowl when he, had no, when he had no offensive line. He almost got murdered on every dropback. So I think you're going to see teams kind of solidifying, like, like the Bills brought in Leonard, Leonard Fournette, mm-hmm. right? Just to kind of yeah. get some maybe... Bring in some of these guys with experience now, uh coming down the stretch, some extra body, some depth. Like wouldn't be surprised to see uh Sua leave his uh cushy job at Sky Sports to, oh, uh, come, to back, a, yeah, come back back sure. and play somewhere because he could be really valuable defensive tack a space eater, especially in the playoffs, like late in the season. Maybe he's, he's like 36. So he's probably like, I'll just play for like six games and yeah, get a lot of money. But he's maybe getting get paid away.
0: like 200 quid a night to be on Sky Sports <laughs> out in Australia. <laughs> no, so no, just, why would you trade a, that?
1: He gets a Weatherspoons meal as well. Yeah, so, uh, And he gets
0: to take it's, the it's, bus uh, back to the tube station. Um, yeah. Uh, Buffalo Bills, though, they picked up Rasul Douglas, you know, cornerback from Green Bay. Um, yeah, That's a nice little add as well to show up that maybe to stop some of the bleed that happens for you guys in yeah. the back end.
1: I think they know, especially coming up in the next few weeks where, you know, they're going against the Bengals coming up this week with their two-headed monster. Then you have the Eagles coming up with their two-headed monster. Then you have the Chiefs, mm-hmm. Miami again. And to not have Tredavious White, I think they're just like, we can only... Keep this going. So I thought it was a great trade um, bringing in a guy who's actually, from what people say in Green Bay, talking to Andre, saying he's even been better than Bayer Alexander this year. Yeah. Um, Just tough. So again, I think it was a great move by the Bills. They had to bring in another corner. I think they kind of figured out a little thing on the offense last week. And I think they were like, we'll just stay with offense. Let's get a corner. And let's, because they're about to go through a gauntlet right now and they cannot afford. To just get destroyed on the outside.
0: Yeah, no, it is interesting as you say because Russell Douglas is good, um, and and you sort of wonder it's like okay, I guess is Green Bay having a bit of, because you know they're having problems in their secondary too. So try getting rid of someone like that when J.R. Alexander has been injured sometimes uh, makes it uh, makes an interesting trade. Interesting one though to me is the, is Kevin Byard, um, safety, sort of you know this guy's pro bowl he, he's sort of their new sauce goes to philadelphia uh you know it's like Howie has been like how yeah. Roseman he roseman's been fleecing for like a, the titans he's and the like yeah.
1: sixth yeah. and uh, we have to give up a third so it's just again that's the kind of the the thing about doing it um earlier because like, he did it yeah. about a week before when you wait till the last second yeah. the price is always going to go up so yeah harry Rosen yeah. was just like i'll come in i think also he was trying to get uh rasul douglas um but yeah. i think what i read was just the niners were like we'll give him to the bills because we don't like the niners because they always knock us out
0: which yeah. i can see i yeah. see
1: i love the pettiness in trades where they're like, always the no that's a good deal it's more than that but we're going to give it to him because you beat us Fuck yes you. <laughs> screw you
0: um, yeah, yeah, it's just interesting. And it, and it, you know, because it was, it, you know, we'll, we'll get into the Philadelphia game, but just them, you know, them being scored on, it's one, their secondary is not looking good. You know, like Washington Sam Howell was looking like a superstar. Um, we'll get into these games. Let's get into some of the games. We'll talk about some yeah. of the games. Let's, uh, start with, uh, hey, let's start with Jacksonville and Pittsburgh, uh, uh yeah. Jacksonville. This was ugly. We knew this would be an ugly rain game. We knew this would be, um. Yeah, low scoring, it was ugly, reffing calls, Pittsburgh, nasty afterwards after the game. Uh, but Jacksonville gets the win in this one, um, deservedly. Um, it was a slugfest, but Trevor Lawrence, 292 yards in that crappy rain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He looked good. That's what I mean. Like, dude, just watching Pittsburgh again, how they were four and two when you watch this team, you're like, how is this offense four and two? Kenny Pickett was awful. He couldn't move yeah. the ball at all. And then, when, even when he got injured and Trubisky came in, Trubisky was all just equally as awful. Yeah. So, any idea that Trubisky is going to like redeem his career, I just don't ever see it. Like, he just comes in and just throws boneheaded picks. Um, I've, I weirdly like believed in the Mike Tomlin underdog. Um, yeah. Story. At home. Yeah, home dog. So I bet on on that, And I just right away you could just feel like, no, this isn't happening. Because Jacksonville, every time they had the ball, was just going up and down the field. They were throwing stupid turnovers in the end zone and they were fumbling in the red zone. Like they could have beaten them by about 30. Um, so it, it wasn't even close. I think Pittsburgh, again, how they're four and two, I think they've beaten some bad teams. Some ugly wins, but there's no way that's a playoff team. Like no. that offense was putrid, and I just don't th- see them fixing, especially if it's going to be Trubisky now. Like I think Pickett did get hurt. I don't know if he's back. I think, they I think say they're saying he might be back, but what's still, but, the
0: two options, you know, you still have garbage but and yeah, garbage. he
1: was bad, and I just Joe Jacksonville right now is like looking good. They got an easy mm. schedule. They're on a nice little, especially At their, the end, you know, man,
0: he was ripping. Yeah.
1: ATN's great. And now there could be like a team that fights for that one seed. You know, they got an easy schedule. They're not going to have to, they've already played the Chiefs, right? So, yeah, uh, and they could have beat them as well. So they could be like seven and one.
0: They could be. But, and, uh, uh, you they know, could, they, they could be number one seed. And they just, yeah, they just keep they winning. They could be number so one seed. Like five you know? yeah. yeah. They keep Why going not? to this easy schedule. They could be number one seed at home yeah. in Jacksonville. Who wouldn't love that? I mean, garbage fires, you know, that's always nice. Speaking of garbage fires, hey, let's head to New Jersey. Uh, Brian Dable, questionable calls. Maybe not going for it on fourth. Maybe not letting uh, DeVito be his danniness. Uh, 13-10, to Jets uh, beat the Giants. Uh, Jets are for real. No, no. This game was an (laughs)
1: affront. It was an affront to football. It was a puntery.
0: It It was a puntery. And a a puntery. Because that's all it was. was, There was more punts than points. 24 you punts, it,
1: 23 points. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of watching um children play T ball. Yeah. And um, and they would you would just hit it about you know four feet, and they would get a home run off of 17 errors on yeah. the on one play. And that's what it felt like watching this team. The fact that they they punted almost t- what 24 punts I think 24 punts, there 23 three, points, three off, yeah. Three off the record. Um and the fact that like Brian David minus nine yards passing that yeah. it was hilarious. They did the same play like three times. They just would not let this guy throw it. Why they even decided to receive the the kick in overtime when they knew they weren't gonna throw it in this weather. At least kick it and hope you make Zach Wilson screw up instead of taking it and then giving it to them at the 50. They only yeah. need like 20 yards. Go everything about that game was terrible. Um the fact that you even have these quarterbacks as your I guess he's your third string technically. Yeah. But my God, like how did these guys even get to even be third string? Because it looks like they've never played football before. And it's just a guy like Tommy DeVito is just such a great name. Yeah. Um, apparently it's the same name as the character in Goodfellas. It is. As Joe Pesci's. Yeah, <laughs> it Stone is Pesci's. Tommy DeVito.
0: Yeah.
1: Tommy DeVito. So um amazing. Just an unbelievable Jets New York, win. G-
0: New York Jersey um, name.
1: <clears throat> again, they could barely beat a, a Tommy DeVito led team. It was just, and they're somehow four and four and three.
0: Four and three. They're
1: going to somehow win next week, and they got like the Raiders coming up in prime yeah. time in a couple weeks. Oh baby, that's just going to yeah.
0: be when they does the work.
1: <clears throat> it's it was just hilarious. I can't believe the Jets won that game. It was so bad. <laughs> We shouldn't even talk about it anymore. It wasn't football. Well, let's not talk about it. We'll talk about
0: the game you picked that would win, which was Carolina Panthers' first win. Uh, Eddie Pinero's 23-yard field goal seals the deal. Ugh, another ugly game. 28 points in this stink neck of a game. Um, What can you say, Bryce Young? Finally gets his first win, maybe only win. C.J. Stroud did not look good. Um, Carolina defense finally stepped up, but uh, even the running game, it, just Houston, this was their sort of fallback, stinkback game. Um, bounce back, I don't know. But Carolina gets the win in another fugly, juggly game.
1: Yeah, you kind of feel like these games are inevitable, right? That yeah. Stroud was going to have one of these games. Because like, he was just playing at such an unbelievable level that it was in- inevitable that they're going to, especially like, you know, Carolina's is going to want to win this for Bryce Young. Yeah. Frank Reich's going to the owner wants to win this because he's probably influenced the decision to take Bryce Young over, over um, CJ Stroud. So, again, it was ugly. There wasn't really anything about it. I, I was surprised that, again, they just can't get any running game going. Damon Pierce has just yeah. been a non-factor all season. And. Again, if you're gonna be just so depend rookie dependent, which they kind of are, like that is not a safe place to live. That is a, a lot a lot of old unlocked doors in that house because you just can't live that way. You're gonna have games where you're just overwhelmed and you're you're gonna especially coming off a bye. Um mm-hmm. it just I think it's a great. I think CJ I think Bryce Young needed that win. I don't think it's not his fault. He was drafted number one by a team that has no weapons. So The fact that they didn't at least trade Thielen and give me even less was nice of them because (laughs) I was worried they were going to do that. He's going to be like, dude, who am I supposed to throw to? Yeah. Um, But I will say Josh Allen in his rookie years, number one receiver was Robert Foster. So, you know, it could be worse. He's got at least Adam Thielen. Yeah. But again, good, good for Bryce Young and. Again, and you don't want to see anyone go oh oh for seventeen. So except you because you have their draft pick.
0: Well, yeah, because yeah, obviously we're talking draft picks and, and and we're looking at stuff. Um yeah, it did seem like the Carolina at one point was like saying like, Who's your favorite toy? Which and then breaking it, you know, one of that kind of big brother kind of thing. So it's yeah. nice as you say they didn't get rid of Adam Thielen. Houston, yeah, I mean they do have the talent in running, and it's amazing. Is it the offensive coordinator not calling it? Is it the fact that their offensive line maybe sucks? Um you know the 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 game and cj stroud has just been lighting it up passing hitting tank dell you know throwing the ball around so it seems like if you could use both of those assets because you know pierce was good last year it's not like if you you give the guy open. so if you give the guy open room why the hell are you not utilizing that why are you not playing that and why are you using play action why are you not using these kind of options in there so I don't know. Houston, disappointing. I bet that you would win. Suck it. <clears throat> man, <laughs> let's go Philadelphia and uh Washington because this game. Oh man. Yeah, what it's do you crazy. Think? These two, it's like it's like two sisters, you know, that get drunk and you're like, and then they fight, and you're like, just everyone stay away. Like everyone back away. You know, you're just like, let them go. These two just go. Um, and uh, man. Philadelphia it was tight. You know, you worry about their seconder in this one, but Sam Howell lit it up 38-31, uh, yeah. 69 points.
1: Sam nice. Howell, look at that. They almost threw for 400 yards. So yeah. it just shows you just even with Bayard coming. Like, the Eagles have a problem where, again, they're, it's that inconsistency where yeah. they have to go full on like Superman now to even beat. A, like, you should not be giving up 400 yards to Sam Howell. Especially no. with that. second that secondary, defense. yeah, and I don't even think they sacked him barely. I barely think they sacked him. If one interception,
0: but he had one hundred and fourteen rating. You know, but again,
1: he looked great right out there. Um, it was just one of those classic weird division. Again, let me like always say, division games just always are weird. They're always tougher, even though they did kind of come back to to cover it last second. I think to push it, uh, depending on what number you got it at. If you got it at seven, that late touchdown, but. Again, I just think it's just Philly. To me, this just Philly at least looked like Jalen Hurts had his best game of the season. He was like three hundred yards. He was running. Injured it knee, man. Around. Yeah. AJ Brown and AJ Brown has just been on six a tear. games in a
0: row. Hundred twenty, yeah. like one hundred twenty plus yards, man. Like
1: you can't say enough. Like that one-handed catch in the corner was just oh. unreal. He's just making it look like that. Like, ever since Tennessee no. did that trade, that team has just collapsed into, like, oblivion. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you just, like, you don't see guys like that don't come around often that big, that fast, that strong. Like, and then to get rid of them, like, crazy. I don't think anyone,
0: that's why receivers
1: price has gone up so much because people don't want to do that again. Give well, away I mean, someone it's that like, big.
0: for Tennessee, it's like, imagine giving away clothes you don't think are good. And you give them to the charity shop. And then someone else gets those from the charity shop and they look amazing in it. In fact, they're getting laid, they're getting new job offers. And that feels like what's happened. They're just giving all these players to the charity shop and and uh, Philadelphia is picking them up. Um, Yeah, it, he's amazing. And and again, you know, just taking Byard as well. But um, you do worry Philadelphia in this game, as you said, because, uh, you know, Washington just has this bugaboo against them. The running game got them. They, the, and Sam Howell just being able to just deep ball on these guys. Hopefully, obviously, this is going to change a bit. But, you know, it gives people a template going forward that Philadelphia can be scored on deep. Um, let's go into the Rams and Dallas. Um, at one point, I thought the Rams had a chance in this one. Um, but then they didn't. Um, Dallas takes a big win at home in this one. 43 to 20. Um Yeah, four touchdowns for Dak Prescott. Uh, Dallas wins. Dallas feels good about themselves. They got to play the Eagles next week, though. Um, And uh, Matt Stafford did not look good in this one. Um, They weren't able to connect to their wide receivers. Ryan does not uh, not feel like he's going to be a part of this. We're going to pause it for a second. Because Ryan was on safe driving mode. (laughs)
1: Nice. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm driving too fast. Well, safe bedroom, driving
0: yeah. mode. Let's uh, as a segue. Because I'm pa-
1: I'm pacing back and forth as I speak, so I must be doing it so fast they think I've gone into driving mode. Se- uh, um,
0: segway to safe driving mode. Let's talk about the safe driving no, mode of the everything. LA Rams.
1: I did. I know where we were. And when I, I remember, I was watching this game and it just got out of hand so quickly. It was like every time he looked up, it was like touchdown, touchdown, mm-hmm. turnover, yeah. pick six. Every mistake, Stafford was just getting killed out there. And now he's got like a broken thumb, mm-hmm. which is just going to basically. Kind he's of hurt destroy. again. What? Yeah. Well, again, those ones are like, that's not like a broken, his hand banged off of a helmet. So that's just yeah, freak no, accident stuff. Old man. Um, but it really does a number on like Puka de and and, and and Cooper Cup because you know, you have to bring in Brett Ripon, who's again, he's wow. been a backup before, but it's just now it just looks like it's kind of fun. Rams team is now just gonna be like, Oh god, uh, what, what are we watching every week? So now it's gonna get even worse. I'm surprised when they didn't try and trade more pieces, maybe. Like, well, I don't think Donald. I don't think
0: they recognize that he was gonna get hurt like that. I mean, when they, you have Stafford. You know, in it, it, hindsight, um, you know, hey, Matt Stafford's going to hurt tonight. Yeah, we would trade some people. Um, but yeah, you know, because people would you know jizz in their pants for Puka Nikola me... going into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, so now he's going to be who I just traded for him. So he's going to be absolutely useless, which is great. Um, well, because well, no. I'm, I'm pretty much screwed in that league anyway. So I think I'll. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll this podcast is
0: mostly about your fantasy team, so we should go yeah, in. it's
1: just a therapy session <laughs> yeah. for me to. And really then also, I've
0: got this other guy. Yeah. Um. Let's uh. Let's go into the next game. Let's talk about uh, another high-scoring game. New England and Miami. I mean, New England. It seemed like they might have had a chance for this, and and Miami. I, I thought might be focused going ahead because they've, they've got to play in Frankfurt this weekend, which is gonna be a great game. Um, but um man, Miami just they it seemed like a close game and then Miami just turns on the gas <laughs>
1: and then it's over. Yeah. It was yeah, just you're just waiting for that Tyreek bomb. And you yeah. can just watch it. It's basically I think just he just sees them basically split the corners. He just tries yeah. to throw it as far as I can because you can't out throw Tyreek. No. So it always looks like a perfect pass. But even it looked like he threw it so early. It was such a just, again, he's mm-hmm. not yeah. saying enough. He's over a thousand yards and they're not even halfway through the season. Like it's unbelievable what yeah. he's doing this year. So if he can keep on pace, this is like a record breaking season. It'd be interesting to now see coming into um, next week again, how's he going to deal with the jet lag? Is that going to be a thing that's going to affect both teams? Uh, they made the smart decision to leave early, which yeah. is good. Uh, but, at least it just showed that the Patriots, again, they had that big game with Mac Jones the week against Buffalo. And then mm-hmm. they come this week and Mac Jones looked like the old Mac Jones throwing a terrible interception to Jalen yeah. Ramsey. They got no row. I think they lost Kendrick Bourne now. I think he got injured. He's out for the year, potentially. Yeah. So it's just now it just feels like it, it's the death rattle. That was the death rattle. And now... The pay- Pat, so what are you really going to do? They're going to win a couple more because of the Patriots because Bill Belichick will not let them tank. Uh, but it's it's ugly. It's ugly if you're the Patriots. But they were never going to win in Miami because they never do.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're two and six, which is great if you're learning to read and tie your shoes. But it's not a good record going in and yeah. wanting to be in the playoffs. Uh, you know, Jalen Waddle still 121 yards in this one. I mean, two has spread the ball around. Um, it, it, it was it was just one of those sort of definition ones that even Bill could try to plan. But once you go into Florida, and maybe it's the Miami curse, maybe the players were out partying that night. I don't know. Uh, yeah. The fact is, uh, Miami takes another win. And, oh man, the game in Germany, uh, it's going to be great in the preview podcast when we talk about that one. Um, but uh, we'll talk about um, the Falciones and uh, Billy Jeans. Billy Jeans, uh, the mayo lover. Um <laughs> I mean that's that's the story here. These arms are jacked. You see the arms in this dude? Yeah. I, mean, I go to well, the what? gym. This dude has got arms jackalitis. That's um, why you put
1: mayo in your milk. That's
0: why you put mayo I, in your milk. I, I well, I you know it's actually very good.
1: Sorry, and your coffee and your coffee. Sorry, you're actually, know. it's
0: actually is um, really good to put on chicken and turkey when you're basting it. It brings the crisp out of the chicken. A uh, little cooking tip for Thanksgiving. There you, there you go. Uh, but mayo's good for Man, that.
1: Well, that has had the ultimate. That game, it was so funny. All those passes just seemed like ridiculous. Like, those bombs Crazy. Were just, They were so high and just he was so wide open on like three yeah. of It just felt weird, like because. Atlanta's been a really good defense They had a really good mm-hmm. secondary, and just for some reason this game, it was just interception. You do plan interception. for it. You didn't plan oh, for the tight Deep genes. ball after deep ball. Yeah. And it was just, again, you had Arthur Smith who then benches Ritter saying it was uh, a <laughs> concussion and not really performance related. Yeah. And Heineke came in just, you know, again, he's he, we've seen Taylor Heineke. He's, he's a solid backup, but he's not going to... He's probably better as a starter than he is coming off the bench. But again... I don't know what they're gonna do this week with Ritter, but I think Arthur Smith's now just in this. they they just kind of kind of realize the worst thing if you're a Falcons fan is for Arthur Smith to somehow win this division. Because that's yeah. gonna keep his job. Yeah. And he's just kind of just shown like he's just always in fights with the media there. Like it's just a bad, he's just giving off bad vibes. He is, as the kids would say, bad vibes around Arthur Smith and his gross mustache. But I think they're a good team. And I think if they had a good coach and they don't make the mistake they did with Dan Quinn, like where they just let on one year too long and then it was really bad. Then they got rid of him. It's like, yeah, everyone does that. Belichick was the king of that. Just if you know a guy's gone, just get rid of him because did it with Brandon Staley. And now look, he wasted another Charger year where they could have been great. So that's exactly what's going on. They got to get rid of Arthur Smith. I don't think he's good enough to turn this around. He was dominant with Tennessee in the running game because he had Derrick Henry. Yeah, in a lot of it. I'm not a big fan, so he just yeah. doesn't seem. To, and then he doesn't even get the ball to his playmakers. Is Bijan has like one rushing touchdown? Yeah, I don't know.
0: I, I think it's so, tough but
1: to but watch. They're, they're tough about to watch.
0: optics. He doesn't. He's got this sort of Joe Biden where he doesn't seem like he's got. He knows what's all going on around him. <laughs> you know, um, and you know Tyler Haneke or Heineke. I, He's great. I loved him in the Twilight movies, but you just can't put him in, you know, and, and decide, you got to decide what you're going to do. There's a lot of talent in the team. Um, you know, and again, we talked about Corderell Patterson who, you know, sitting on the bench and how good he was last year. And that's another option you could use. I, I, you know, Atlanta and Tennessee, was it a good victory? Was it a false victory? I mean, Billy jeans, the whole thing is nobody, Atlanta didn't prep for him. So, you know, um you don't know it's like anything it's like everyone has that good first game and then everyone's now well, just, someone's got tape on you. It kind
1: of like screwed them in a bit cuz if they were planning on tanking that game made sure they couldn't trade anyone. Like if they mm-hmm. were planning on trading Hopkins yeah. they couldn't do that. He just got 3 touchdowns. Now you got this guy. It's like hey, maybe this guy's yeah. really good. Let's let's see what he does the rest of the year. If he comes like obviously I don't think he's going to play yeah. as well this week. Usually there's a bounce back sometimes there's no tape on a guy and he just uh but he was great you gotta give him credit uh and you gotta you know four touchdowns three and it basically hopkins to have such a game like that kind of needed that for his career
0: i'm glad i pulled him off my bench to play him um nashville dreams nashville dreams i mean that happens to a lot of people a lot of people there have a country song in their heart uh but we'll see what happens the next week because I mean, yeah, there's still that offensive line to deal with. And uh, I, I don't know if they play next week, but we'll get that next podcast. Hey, let's head back to Green Bay, where the quarterback situation is, well, it's not so great. Andre. Uh, yeah, Kirk Cousins is, uh, is going to be wanting to reach out to Aaron Rodgers from <laughs> Ayahuasca Achilles treatments. Dolphin porn. As, dolphin uh, porn therapy. Dolphin porn. I mean, look, we all know where to get that. But, he's already uh, sent
1: him the mp3s he's like probably texted him right there he's like uh, dude this is
0: me. this is the money one this is the one that gets you <laughs> this is your achilles so i get you right on the Achilles. oh my yeah. god the yeah anyway they're the vikings 24 to 10 um they're for joshua downs which hey he he lit it up a few weeks in in arizona who knows what he might do in minnesota but uh they've got a lot of talent but minnesota still gears out of victory jordan love and the limpless Packers. Um I it it's so <laughs> it's so yeah. it's so hard to see the Packers. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry.
1: It's um it's just it just like again, yeah, yeah. Jordan Love is not playing well at all. And it also just feels it just doesn't have a lot of weapons. Like like Watson and Dobbs have not been great. Like they wow. Christian Watts had that stretch last year. We put up like eight touchdowns in like five games. Uh, but again, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Aaron Jones is kind of a non-factor anymore. He hasn't really been doing anything. AJ Taylor, just again, I don't know what to do. If if you're the Packers, if, do you do you just kind of like again? He's only played this is only like his seventh eighth game of his career. To be honest, yeah. like I know he's been in the league for four years, but you know, like Josh Allen in his first year has some terrible stickers. That was one game he got shut out against Green Bay. It was unwatchable. Mm-hmm. so it just feels like again i think they gotta basically just ride it out the rest of the season see how this goes It again if they have some cap space they've eating a lot of cap space this year with aaron Rodgers. that'll be off the book they can get him some weapons. they gotta draft they gotta stop drafting defensive players and get this guy some weapons if you're gonna salvage him because i don't think they're gonna have like a top five pick to get a quarterback and i don't think they're going to want to do that, but he's basically fighting for his job. Just kind of like Ritter right now, if he gets another chance, because if Jordan Love puts up two, three more of these, like I don't see how you can keep playing.
0: <laughs> well, he's, he's now like at the lowest QB rating, I think over this past little stretch. It's like it, it's, oh, it's low. Yeah. It's in the thirties. Um, As, as a Bears fan, I, I'm going to give I, your honest critique. I'm going to give my honest critique here, Ryan. I'm going to be honest about this. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 very happy to see the Packers uh, <laughs> sucking a doorknob. Um, however, the Packers are now two and six, uh, same as the Bears. So I worry that they might take <laughs> our draft pick. I worry that the Packers could suck a doorknob so big this year that uh, it affects our draft pick chances. That's how bad I think the Packers are going to suck, and losing to a hapless Viking squad. Uh, where Kirk Cousins gets injured, um, man, it doesn't look good for them, you know. And they were at home too. Um, and then you trade away; you, you're trading away uh, someone of the Bills. I don't know, Packers. Uh, the cheese has left the building. Starting to get better. Yeah.
1: It's just a shame for Minnesota too, because Kirk Cousins was playing really well, and they were back great. in it he, again he... with this four and four. They're right back in the race. His nah. teammates seem to love him. Like every oh my god, so yeah. it just feels like. Again, I don't know what's going to happen with him next year. Again, Achilles injuries maybe they're they're you can recover. I think faster than ACL, definitely. But yeah. he's a free agent, so who where is he going to sign? And is that going to are people going to be willing to throw the bank at a guy still coming off an Achilles? So it's a really one of the most unfortunate for everyone, especially Justin Jefferson coming back next week, and now he's got no one to throw the ball because their backup I don't even know what his name was, but I think it was Bell or something. Yeah. He was awful. He couldn't do anything out there either. So uh, yeah. it's we'll
0: they, they, they they
1: just it. traded. Yeah, they just traded for Joshua Dobbs, uh, right? Yeah. So so at least they're gonna have someone capable to extend. And so actually it'll be kind of fun to watch Dobbs play with Jefferson with some actual weapons because he wasn't really doing it with anyone in Arizona and had some decent games. So a mobile you
0: know. quarterback as well. A bit mobile is a quarterback, you know, we move, move the ball around. And, and you know, you've got tape in the guy. You just wonder if it's sort of one of those, um, um, you know, one of those sort of TikTok kind of things where you've seen a, a bit of the guy, but maybe not enough to to make it happen. Um, it is sad, Kirk Cousins, obviously with you know the injury, um, and, and obviously going to look to Aaron Rodgers for advice. But I'd be interested to see the difference because Kirk Cousins is, is a very religious man, and everyone respects the guy because he's a family man. You know, he, he's he's the father, he's the patriarch. Um, so it'd be interesting to see who heals quicker, God versus drugs. <laughs> because the devil.
1: Know,
0: how would the you devil. see, Aaron Rodgers is the paying his money and spent all his money on drugs? Uh, but Kirk Cousins, God fearing man. And um,
1: there you go. Prayer yeah, versus get, prayer, prayer versus prayer. Prayer
0: and love and hard energy and family man versus debauched New York bachelor going out and getting baby embryos injected into him go. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know.
1: Anything.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, Colts and Saints. Uh, man. Uh, you know, I had read that there was a, a virus that has gone on through like a, a little flu that had gone on through the Saints locker room. So I changed my bet, um, on this one. Um, and I didn't think the Saints would win. And, and wow, 38 to 27. This one is an, it's a fun game. You even catching this on red zone. Um.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's just, Houston's, sorry, Indianapolis, just been able to get the offense going, no matter who they've had it, even if it was Menchu, Richardson, they've just, they had this real good rushing game where Taylor's looking looking stronger now. Each week he comes back, he's getting a bit better, had a big run Mm -hmm. uh, this week. Michael Pittman finally using him as well. So, again, I I think, if I'm an Indy fan, I'm just, I guess, party really wants to tank because you're Tank for Tua. No, no, you want to tank to get a, you want Richardson to get another weapon, right? You yeah. want to tank for Harrison or something like that. But at the meantime, you got this kind of fun team at the same time that's competitive every single week, except kind of last week when Minshew kind of got a beat yeah. down on him. But most games, they've been in every single game, if not once. So again, it, it was, it got a bit down early, but they're, they're just a scrappy team. And, and New Orleans just, again, they're this Jekyll and Hyde team. That one week they're putting up 37, the other week they're putting up 13. Yeah. Um, Derek Carr's moving it, and he's terrible. So some Heddle
0: being used again as well.
1: Yeah, at least you have, you know, they're getting Kamara the ball. They're using their – but Olave is still kind of disappearing time for time. They don't – outside of him, they don't really have – that's why it kind of Kamara's catching like 10 balls a game because – Derek kind is of still not able to really work it around to all his receivers because he's got weapons, but he's just, it's he it's just to watch it. They're a frustrating team to watch.
0: Yeah. I think they're both frustrating teams to watch. I mean, it's sort of, they're both sort of struggling with identity, you know, as are the, all the kids today, but, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, you know, the saints you have this team that I didn't know if they would sort of work on this. And then you put up 38 points against this, you know, Indianapolis team. Um, it was it, the first half was just like a battle zone between both of them. So it's hard to know what to predict both of them. It's like, they're just, they're both teams also going nowhere, which is um also like yeah. the kids today going nowhere is not the Cleveland. uh Well, not the Seattle Seahawks defense, but Geno Smith. Uh, I don't know. They get a 24 to 20 win here at home, but um no, a, a lucky one, considering Seattle or uh, Cleveland doesn't really have much going on. But it's, it took Geno Smith late in this game to get the victory in this one.
1: Um, wow! Well, again, a stupid play by uh, by Cleveland. You know, they had this yeah. game kind of almost wrapped up and they yeah. do this, you know, that pass at the end bouncing off a helmet. <laughs> picked off, and then right next play, Justin Smith and Jacobo with the touchdown. It just yeah. showed like it was just a, a game that you had this one. Again, going into Seattle with P.J. Walker, it's been a huge victory um, for Cleveland, and they just kind of stole it from themselves. And, and just these are the games that kind of come back to bite you. And, and even when Geno's not playing his best, the fact that he's able to... You know, get this game winning drive. At least, at least you did that because last last week when he was in the red zone, couldn't do anything against the Bengals. So, again, they're, they're getting better on defense. They just picked up Leonard Williams, who's going to kind of help them in the run game. Um, once Kenneth Walker's fully healthy, they're a dynamic team. And it's just now they're in first place in the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, again, a couple weeks ago, the Niners looked like they were walking away with that division, and now first place in the division. So you got to give Seattle. They're just kind of... Pete Carroll, I don't think, gets enough credit for just being consistently good, even though when his team had Geno and everyone thought they were done for, he still manages to get this team to fight and compete every single week. So I thought it was a good win for Seattle, but a terrible loss for Cleveland.
0: I mean, Cleveland, as you say, could have had this, but I mean, look, with no quarterback and what. pajamas walker um yeah like back. if you have
1: mahomes you can do that sure but not with pj if you, ha- if you
0: had anyone uh, uh aside from pajamas you could do this but you know seattle the thing was they won this but oh man did they really win this because i do worry that geno does not look like he was last year and that they do need a backup option because it is a defense that's carrying them on this one kenneth walker's good but you know his inability to really there's a lot of passes. there was just a lot of things where it's like he just doesn't have the same zip as he used to so good win for him but um man i i I worry about them in the depth of the future depth of the future and this was a team that did have the flu i got this one right um kansas city chiefs nine points nine points denver broncos 24 points denver um on a bit of a tear, three games, you know, playing well. Uh, Russ may not be cooking, but maybe they the team dynamics are. Um, Russ, you
1: know, this... hey, Russ is not second. He's cooking, he's, but he just doesn't have a great he's kitchen. Simmering, but but he's, yeah, he he's having a good. There. If you look at his numbers, he's got more touchdowns than Mahomes. He's got less interceptions mm-hmm. than Mahomes. Mahomes leads the NFL in interceptions. He was 12 right for 19, now. 114
0: well, yards, three touchdowns, and 119.3 rating. He was good. And, you know, better than
1: Mahomes. Yeah, again, we've seen Mahomes kind of with the busted knees. And like mm-hmm. his like last year when he was like that injury, I think, to his ankle. And he still managed to win the Super Bowl. So I'm not going to like – if he can play through that, I'm not – he can play through the flu. He also hit Sky Moore on a – beautiful pass that yeah. in his hands in the end zone that he dropped yeah. again this is a kansas city team that just is clearly showing that if it's not all kelsey all the time they're really struggling to move the ball like pacheco is not i think they were expecting him to maybe be a bit more dominant because of how hard he runs but he's really found it hard to get any consistency breaking off big runs they're just so kelsey dependent and their other receivers just have not been able to do anything and and there it's it's definitely getting worrisome because this is not a a one-time thing that you can blame the flu on you know outside of that game last week kansas city has really struggled this year to kind of consistently move the ball compared to teams of old probably they're still good in relative compared to the shitty quarterbacks that are out there but it, compared to the old Chiefs, they do not look like the old Chiefs. They look like the new, sadder version of the Chiefs, but still good, but not as good.
0: No, I can hear it, but but I, I don't know. I think the flu was just more the Mahomes. You could see that there sort of seemed to be a, a sort of sickness about the team and a malaise, obviously, in the mile high. I'm not that worried. I think they were looking ahead probably to this game, so it's, you know, to, to the Miami game. Uh, Denver got the win. Good for them. They they played them at the right time. They should have played them. Uh, and and got the win. I, I'm not totally convinced, but it does look like a good momentum for it But as we said earlier, with Seattle uh or or you know, you, you, looking at the competition and other teams out there, uh I think Denver is in a uh, tough spot, um and and Kansas City is going to continue to roll on. Um,
1: hey, at least Denver is not getting blown out. They're pl- at least they're putting a fight. They're in the putting defense the defense is playing playing in there, better. and
0: they're getting the running game, and, and they're being smart. And you can see the coaching changes in it. But um, you know, I'm not that worried about Kansas City. You know, you took a loss there, but th- they were looking, I had to think, to Miami. Uh, th- they're still a well-rounded team. They still have a great team. Yeah, defense. of
1: course. They're still the Chiefs, so they're and they, still they're be there still
0: the made enough. Um, taking it in, uh, who's not enough? Uh Cincinnati Bengals, uh 31 to 17 in this one. Um, the one thing that the uh, 49ers cannot do, which they can do in porn is come from behind. Hey um, oh, Joe Burrow, it looks like uh Cincinnati now is in mojo. You know, it takes them their first four, couple games but spreading the ball around, three touchdowns. 49ers just didn't really have an answer. Brock Purdy couldn't really put it together. The coaching 49ers at home, third loss in a row. Um, you know,
1: yeah, it was it was like kind of the 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 Bengals team everyone's been envisioning that we'd see all year showed up this week. Mm-hmm. Like Burrow it was awesome burrow was just dealing it he was running around evading running for, for huge first downs, just like just absolutely dominant all game uh against that especially against a good san francisco defense which it must have panicked them so much that they went out and got chase young what burrow mm-hmm. did to them i think it just destroyed them a bit um you know finally i um, had, had their first good really good running game it felt like all season never get anything going on the ground and now they're just kind of refueling themselves. They got a big game against Buffalo, and that's going to be a, a, just, a, I think, a worry. I think even Buffalo, after seeing that, it's like we got to get a corner. This Cincinnati team is looking is looking ready to go, make a run, kind of for the rest of the for the rest of the year. And if they look like that every week, like, I'm terrified for this game next week against them.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, they played really well in this one. So, uh, the 49ers just really couldn't seem to put the put it all together, and. And they're sort of been in uh Tom Petty free falling mode at this point. Um, and was, now
1: you have to worry about Brock Purdy and if he has another bad game next week, like how many bad games in a row does does he have to... like he's still through for like 360 yards, but through some killer interceptions, though.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Uh let's talk about the Ravens and Cardinals, where uh Baltimore uh, had an on a half point spread in this one, but the Cardinals made a little bit more difficult than it should have been. Uh, Baltimore still gets the win, but uh, Cardinals looking very good uh, in terms of keeping it close. You know, Gus Edwards was obviously the big difference in this one.
1: Yeah, three touchdowns. I put him on my team. He was a good, I love Gus, have a Gus. He's, Gus is always going to get you one of these games a year. And then you're going to play him next week and he's going to get you two points. But he was great. Again, it just, they they just basically moved it up and down the field. Then when they got close, it was just hand it off. I think it's one of those frustrating games if you're a Lamar fan or that. But, again, it, there's not very really much to say when you're playing this this team. that Arizona, Like that's a, even though they don't have anyone, they're still able yeah. to keep it close, keep a fight. So the fact that now they've gotten rid of Dobbs, maybe that means Kyler's coming back this week, yeah. um, potentially. And so they might as well. I, I'm looking forward. I'm glad Dobbs isn't just kind of – He's put a good fight in every single week and made at least this team that everyone thought was tanking, be competitive. So I'm glad he's still going to get to play.
0: Yeah, no, good for him and move on to Minnesota. Um, the late game, or uh, not so late, but it was midnight. The Bears and Chargers. Uh, it was thirty to thirteen, but it was a screw over. Let's talk about the screw over. Let's talk <laughs> about the touchdown, the first play of the game. How about the that fact that we were whistled for four times the amount of penalties that they were. How about the, the drop touchdown where receivers slipped? I mean, um, and then obviously Justin Herbert, a grounding penalty. Whatever. Um, Chargers get a win in this one
1: 30-13. Yeah, well, again, it, it wasn't that surprising. I think that especially after all the bad Chargers games, you just kind of met them on a bad day. But again, everyone's going to get bad calls. And, and you could Every team probably has a grievance list a mile long of terrible officiating. But um again, Badgin. I didn't really get to see much of how Badgin played, but again, I can't imagine 13 points going on the road. It's not an easy situation for this guy. He's only what he was like a division two. His team Four. at his univers high school was played his university at like five thousand seats. Cinderella now story. Now he's in the prime time. Exactly. So it's like an impossible situation for him. So the fact that it wasn't worse is probably a, a good sign. But again, yeah, like right off the bat doing a big play. Um It was not meant to be, and hopefully Fields comes back because the Bears are more fun when Fields plays.
0: Uh, We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see. But let's talk about the last game one second. The last game is Detroit Lions and uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Detroit wins this one 26-14. A big win. You know, Detroit takes the win in this one. Uh, Vegas just looking limp, and obviously they fire sale immediately after this game.
1: Well, yeah. I think, again, I think, Devonte Adams, they had that whole meltdown. I think everyone was like, get him out of there. Like This team's a joke. And I think the Raiders had to do a good little damage control. We're just like, all right, can't trade Devontae. Let's get rid of this cancer on our team, Josh McDaniels. But they made the right call. they a bad day. They missed. like He had two wide-open deep passes that Jimmy Garoppolo missed. Um, it's just ugly. It doesn't feel like it's ever going to get uh, better until they – they have to fix this thing. The, the Raiders are a mess right now. At least the only good thing is on Detroit's side, at least you got to see Jameer Gibbs have his breakout game because all been yeah. kind of waiting for that. And especially a nice bounce-back game, but you'd like to see, you know, Goff with a little bit better numbers. But again, the offense still not clicking fully, especially the passing offense. It feels like they need one more weapon on that passing attack right now because Jamison Williams hasn't really... Been it since he's come back. Maybe he still needs a bit more time, but he's been the speedster, but they haven't been able to really get him in clicking that much this year.
0: Maybe that's why they went for Donovan Peoples-Jones, you know? Yeah, that, yeah exactly. You know, sometimes you need a little DPP in your life to clean things up. <laughs> hey, hey um, But you're right, Detroit, this seemed like a game that you should be able to beat up on, on a hapless Raiders squad and only putting 26 points up and allowing them to score 14 points against your D. Uh Yeah, it didn't look so good. But, you know, obviously now everyone's made their changes, and it's on to Week 9. Week 9, man. Week 9. We've got the game in Germany this week. Everyone's excited about this one, which means it'll be the 2.30 game uh, in Frankfurt. So, um, Ryan and I will be live at this game, breaking news. We will not, actually. We'll be here. (laughs) Um, But Thursday night, let's talk about the Thursday night game, which is, man, a battle of two teams, a little beat up. Uh, Tennessee Titans, who obviously you're feeling Billy Jeans at this moment, uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers at home. Two and a half point favorites. The line is 36 and a half. Not a big score. Anticipated in this one. Crap weather uh, as more crap weather. You know, eh, it's getting towards sorry, Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. Who's Tennessee playing again? I clicked out Tennessee for and
0: Pittsburgh Steelers. You Pittsburgh, always click up okay. when the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just, I, <laughs> you know I click up when uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: The only I'm- thing worth watching for this game is to see Will Levis, if he can kind of continue this. Well, Pittsburgh's four and
0: three too. What the uh, heck?
1: I know. I know. But again, uh, this is one of those one I think this is like a be- almost betting stay away from, right? Like you have the two guys who are the best at being underdogs. Yeah. Um, and then you have, if you don't even know if Pickett's playing, which I I doubt it. And he's been taking a lot of hits the last couple of weeks. They should really rest him. Maybe he's not fully healthy. Maybe there's something still nagging with him that because mm-hmm. he looks awful and they the only good thing is they have pickings but they only able to get him the ball like one or two times a game i just think i'm gonna go with tennessee i think will Davis is kind of fun that game i'm hoping i of course he's not going to do it again but you're kind of cheering for him to do it i like it when guys just like that deshaun watson a couple of years ago when he first came in the league in those first like six games he put up like 20 touchdowns and, and they blew his knee out. Um, but I'm I'm hoping Will that this comes in because a lot of people kind of he was expected to be a high first round pick, potentially, you know, there was talks to go the Raiders, stuff like that, even top five. It dropped all the way to the second round. Uh, so to have him come out and play that game and have the ultimate like um security blanket in handing off to Derek Henry. Must yeah. be so nice for a rookie to be able to do that and just let him take the and then be able to go over the top. So uh, I, I'm going to go with a little Vrabel. I think they're feeling they have at least a bit more optimism where if you're Pittsburgh, you're like, oh, we're going to watch Trubisky. This is going to be awful. We're going to need the D to win it for us. Um, I think Tom's going to make it hard for him, but I think it's going to be 2017 uh, for Tennessee.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, it's obviously hard when you've got only four days to come back from something and even harder if you get like an emotional win. Um, Pittsburgh playing two games in a row at home, which obviously you've just taken a sucking doorknob from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now you've got to face this Tennessee team. The defense is going to be all over them. They're going to try to shut down, obviously Henry, and maybe they're going to figure out Billy Jeans, but man, I've been back and forth in this one. I, 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 I can't believe that Mike Tomlin could lose two in a row. I just can't. You know, can I? I Can but (laughs) but yeah. But I'm still going with Tennessee just because uh, I think they're better. So uh, I've got it 16 to 17 or 17 16 for Tennessee over Pittsburgh. Um, Mormon wet Mormon wedding, pretty much. Um, You know, it's low scoring, uh, but lots of running games because it's going to be horrible weather. That's it. That's it for the it. week eight crit and our TNF for uh, week nine. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to it um, and make sure you check us out on all the social media channels on the fo- ba- Facebook and, uh, and all the X and Twitter, man, I'm losing my voice near the end of the podcast. Perfect time to stop. No, I know. Perfect time to stop as he's going. Anyway, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy. Follow us.